Hello and welcome into episode 27 of Sports Are Funny with George Arjour. Today's episode is always brought to you by Sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T Sports.com. Great place where we cover great sports in a fun matter. Not your typical sports news. That's why we call it Sports Radio or Sports News Redefined. So go check that out. You'll really enjoy it. Today's episode is going to be a little bit about the coronavirus a little bit about the Houston Rockets and Russell Westbrook and James Harden, and a little bit about Giannis and LeBron James. No guests today. Uh, these episodes are going to be a little more frequent now as we're entering the best parts of the NBA season. They're going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. I'll try to bring at least one or two guests on a week during that period, and then one just solo show. Big announcement here at the beginning of the show, starting March 17th, I'll be traveling maybe for six months, maybe for seven months, maybe less, maybe more, depending on multiple things, including the coronavirus, which we'll get to on this episode. And I'll be doing a little bit of a little bit of a different thing on the podcast, which I'll keep, you know, plugging this. I'll plug this all over social media over and over. And it's going to be more about experiencing sports in different parts of the world. I'm going to be starting in San Diego, California for a week. But then from there, I'm going to Medellin, Colombia, where I will be actually watching March Madness second and uh, third round, right? Or technically, it'd be third and fourth round, the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight in Medellin, going to the bars, going to the, uh, you know, places where everyone watches the game. And I'll also be doing that for the final four, kind of doing a little bit of that. But we'll get more into that once we get there. A lot of cool content coming out on sawsports.com. So stay tuned for that. It'll still be part of this feed on the podcast, but I'll probably have a different cover photo, different color. It'll be like, you know, traveling sports with George Arjour or something along that line. So send me any questions that you may have. But first, before we get started into the coronavirus, And all that's going on there. We're going to have a word from our sponsor. And as always, thank you for listening to Sports Are Funny with George Arjour. And here's a word from our sponsor. All right, now welcome into the episode. Today we're going to talk about the coronavirus to begin with. You you don't live under a rock, so everyone knows what the coronavirus is. I'm going to break it down how I feel about it. Obviously, it's a very serious situation. I don't mean to make light of it too much, but as always, this show tries to take a little bit of lighter side on pretty big stories. So we're going to start off with one of my favorite things to do while watching sports is probably having a beer, right? We all like having beer. You watch a game, you crack a cold one with your friends, you enjoy the beer and you enjoy hanging out. And it's something that we all really enjoy doing, right? Corona beer sales. I know they changed the name of a virus. I forget the exact acronym right now. C-V-A-B-R-T. I don't know what it is. But Corona beer sales are dwindling. Corona is struggling. 
Corona has itself a little bit of a problem right now. And I think this is absolutely ridiculous. According to CNN and a survey to Americans, 38% of Americans wouldn't buy Corona beer under any circumstances because of a coronavirus, according to a recent survey. And just to be abundantly clear here, there is no link between the virus and the beer. This is ridiculous. If you are one of the 38, I'm glad that it's just 38% of Americans and we still have 62% of Americans who will realize that the beer and the virus have nothing to do with each other because this is absolutely ridiculous. Imagine if you're a Corona beer guy. I actually thought of it the other way. I thought we would have it to where most Americans are more likely to buy Corona beer. The word Corona is on the news all the time. Corona, average beer, I'd have to say. On a cold summer, on a uh, hot summer day, I like myself a Corona with a little bit of lime. Everyone does. I mean, no, that's nothing crazy, right? But for 38% of Americans who wouldn't buy Corona beer, my question to you is what the hell are you thinking? There is zero correlation between the beer and the coronavirus. You have to be absolutely fucking stupid to think that there is a correlation. So I don't understand if these 38%, sometimes I feel like these polls are wrong, right? Because if you polled before the last election, for example, Trump had like a 0% chance of winning the election. And now he's been our president for four years. And according to many people, Maybe unless this coronavirus situation gets out of hand, he's going to probably win another four years. And that had a very low chance of winning according to recent polls and surveys. So this recent poll and survey that says 38% of Americans wouldn't buy Corona beer under any circumstance. I'm just not buying it. Because what kind of person would it take for you to be so dumb that you actually – sorry, that's the NBA game – how dumb would you have to be to actually be like at the grocery store, right? Imagine this. I'm walking down the aisle. I see all these beers, Heineken, Corona, Modelo, Hyphavizing. I can go on Bud Light, Miller Light. None of them are sponsors of this show. So if I missed any of you and you want to be a sponsor, email me at george at sontlive.com. You're walking down the aisle, right? And you're like, Heineken, Corona. Corona? Holy shit, I'm going to get the coronavirus and not buy the beer. You have to be a different level of stupid. I want to test these people's IQs. I want to test these people's brains. I want to know, do these people actually exist? Or is this, as usual, you know, one of those surveys that you kind of have survey bias? Or they thought it was fun, such a fucking stupid question that they just answered yeah no i wouldn't buy it dude like imagine that you're a surveyor like all right dude you have to call a thousand americans today and i want you to ask them because of the coronavirus (laughs) would you i mean i want to hear that conversation probably go like this hello 
Yes. Hi, this is, um, you know, the, let's make up a fake organization name. The United States Health Department Organization Survey. Oh, yes, sir. How, uh, how, can, how can I help you? Are you aware of the coronavirus? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of a coronavirus, of course. I've, I've heard about it in the news. I heard it's really spreading, and I hear it's, it, it could be really serious. I know. Have you heard of Corona beer? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Due to the coronavirus, would you purchase Corona beer? Excuse me? I said, due to the coronavirus, would you purchase, or have a, shall I say, would you dare to purchase a Corona beer? <laughs> Nah, dude. Fuck that shit. Corona. Nah, nah. I'm good. So that's what the person had to be like, right? He was like, you know what? Let me just be an idiot. And like, because this guy is so stupid. Those 38%. If you are an American listening right now, because this is a survey of America, or anywhere in the world, and you would not buy a Corona beer due to the coronavirus. Not because you don't like Corona. Not because a lot of people call Mexican piss. I'm talking about specifically due to the name Corona and the coronavirus. If you're one of those Americans, please call me or email me at George at S-O-N-T-L-I-V-E dot com and tell me why you believe that the coronavirus and Corona beer have any sort of similarity. God, people can be so stupid. And speaking of the coronavirus, it is getting pretty serious here in Washington State. Serious enough for me to actually not go to the gym today due to the fact that now we have six deaths in the state of Washington, over 18 diagnosed cases in the state of Washington, and 24-hour fitness can be a little bit of a filth show. I'm sorry, 24-hour fitness. I'm sorry to the Seattle, tw- the one I go to, and I'm not going to name it because I love the people there. But that 24-hour fitness can be a shit show, and I'm not going to go in there with the coronavirus and risk myself a chance of getting the corona. And it, what they call it now the CV-17 virus or I'm actually looking at COVID-19. I'm not going to get to COVID-19 from 24-Hour Fitness. I know the odds of me getting the COVID-19 from 24-Hour Fitness is very low. But let me tell you guys three stories. Two connected because it's the same thing. So we'll do those first. And then I'll tell you why. You'll probably be like, yeah, man, don't go to 24-Hour Fitness right now. And do not risk your chance at the coronavirus. I was at, a couple months ago, someone actually took a piss in the steam room. Two weeks ago, I was walking into the sauna, my favorite thing to do after the gym. And the door was wide open. No one was in there. And the maintenance guy was wearing a mask. And it smelled like absolute piss. And I was like, man, what? Yo, yo, what's going on? He's like, oh man, some guy took a piss in here again. Again was the key word here. 
twice now, once in the sauna, once in the steam room, someone took a piss. A couple months ago, they closed down the jacuzzi for over a month because they caught two people having sex in the jacuzzi at 2 in the morning at 24-hour fitness. So I'm not saying it's the dirtiest place on earth. But it ain't that clean. So I'm going to be avoiding 24-hour fitness, at least until I see two days or three days worth of same amount of confirmed cases or confirmed deaths. We have six deaths in in Washington State, the most in the United States. So do I want to risk just to get my biceps bigger? Sure. I love my big biceps. Would I rather, but would I rather die or get big biceps? It's a close call. But I'm going to go with staying alive and avoiding the plague that is the coronavirus. So that's why I haven't been going to the gym. So, yes, it is very serious. Um, if you follow me on my social media personally, you will know that I love you know soccer. I love the English Premier League the most out of all the leagues. But I also tend to really like uh, La Liga and uh, Serie A or Sierra A, however you pronounce it, and that Italian league, because Italy is the third country with the, mo- the country with the third most coronaviruses of over 2,000 cases. They're not even playing soccer anymore. Uh, they thought about playing it behind closed doors, and this brings me to, which means in an empty stadium with no fans, and now this brings me to my next point, which we're about to enter March Madness, and the amount of travel and amount of airplanes and fans from all over the country that will be attending March Madness, even the NCAA Player Association is is pushing the NCAA to play March Madness behind closed doors, which would be an eerie feeling, which I don't believe is going to actually happen. But if you put it into perspective, it might not be the worst idea Meanwhile, the NBA now is saying, uh, oh, this one's pretty ridiculous. They're now recommending that uh, in the wake of a coronavirus, that players should utilize fist bumps over high fives with fans and avoid taking, well, that part is like whatever, you know, but just don't touch the fans. There's no need for a high five or a fist pump. And it's avoiding taking items such as pens, balls, and jerseys to autograph, according to league memo obtained by by ESPN. Even CJ McCollum came out the other day and said he no longer will be signing autographs until the coronavirus has been officially, you know, slowed down. He went on Twitter and said the coronavirus has officially hit Oregon, more specifically Lake Oswego. Make sure y'all washing y'all hands with soap for 20 or more seconds and covering your mouths when you cough. I'm officially taking a break from signing autographs until further notice. Sincerely, CJ. Don't blame him one bit. But this epidemic is getting really big here. And I just, like I said, you got to not be stupid. Wash your hands. If you can avoid going to China, I recommend that. (laughs) Sorry, I just, I couldn't resist. Italy, get it off your radar for a few months. Doesn't mean don't eat pizza. Just don't, just don't, you don't need to go to Venice for that. It's kind of random, too, that Italy got such a big fucking hit on this coronavirus, right? I mean, we went from mainland. I'm I'm on Plague.com right now looking at the stats for most countries with coronavirus. And I mean, even though the U.S. is kind of, you know, pretty big as far as how many people have it, it's nowhere near the most. Uh, 
Mainland China, 80,151 confirmed cases. South Korea, 4,812. Italy, 2,036. Iran, 1,501. Others, 705. Japan, 274. France, 191. Germany, 159. Spain, 102. Singapore, 108. In the United States, 102. And somehow Hong Kong, which is like connected to mainland China, has only 100. So they did a good job of keeping it out of Hong Kong for whatever that for the amount of dense population they have. So shout out to Hong Kong, I guess. Um, it's pretty scary though, and not trying to be a fear monger here, but really take take precautionary measures. Wash your hands at all costs. Avoid public places if you can. No need to go to the you know a nasty. Like, I'm not saying every gym's nasty, but no need to go to the gym. No need to go grind at a club either. Like, what's the point? I'm just going to be as clean as possible in most aspects, in every aspect of my life. Go go run outside, get some fresh air, forget the gym for a week if you can, if you can survive. All right. I want to talk a little bit about Zion LeBron last night. And I also want to talk about the Houston Rockets and a little bit of NBA news. The Houston Rockets have been on absolute fire since they went on this small ball uh, lineup. And then, you know, consequently, I planned on talking about them today. And right now they're losing to the New York Knicks on the road. I'm 99% certain that's because James Harden spent probably till 5 a.m. into the strip club last night. Because if you're watching this game, you can tell James Harden is not very uh, engaged in playing basketball which he usually is not unless he has the ball in his hand. So what I mean he's not engaged is James Harden. You guys all know how I feel about him. If you listen to my podcast, if he doesn't have the ball in his hands, he's not really engaged in the basketball game. But today that's even more measured with this two rebounds. Um, watching him right now, all he's doing is reaching in on defense, not really giving that, not really trying. He's starting seven for 20, two for 12 from three. That means his legs are out, which means basically he was out. 5 a.m. last night. So um, good for him. I'm sure he had fun. Uh, Russell Westbrook has been carrying this team vote in the last 10 games in a way that I didn't think he could at this point of his career. And I think this could be Russell Westbrook's best showcase of his talents. This is the best way to use Russell Westbrook. In his last 10 games, Russell Westbrook is shooting 57% from the field, 44% from three, taking less threes by, by far. Um, and I don't know why the, the volume happened to turn up now for the game for what Russell Westbrook involved. The game is supposed to be on mute. So I do apologize for that, guys. Um, he shouldn't be on. But anyway, the point is the point is Russell Westbrook has been playing the best basketball of his career and the Houston Rockets are winning. Now, does this mean? I think the Houston Rockets are going to win the NBA championship. Absolutely fucking not. Do I think that means they can lose in the first round? Yes. But I also believe that this team now has the ability with the way they're playing basketball, with the way they change the way to prepare for them in, in essence, that this team could go on a run and could go far in the playoffs to the Western Conference Finals if the right seeding happens. Um, as I say that, they've pulled elite within three to the Knicks and James Harden just hit a three. So maybe he's woken up from his uh, hangover by now. Um, but in general, here's my thing with the Rockets. 
The small balls, like, I really do appreciate it. They went all in on something. Anytime a team goes all in on a style, all in on a way of playing sports, or all in in basketball in general, we should applaud it. Because we, we know, for all, even me, who, someone who's like right away, oh, this is stupid. They're going to play basically five guards in a way and not have a center and be like a complete small ball lineup with like Covington and Tucker really being their bigs. This is not going to work and never will win a championship. But I guess the flip side is, was the way they were previously constructed with Clint Capella really going to win a championship? Probably not. So why not do things like this where it makes the game completely different? It makes the game a lot more interesting and it's a different style of basketball. And it begs the question here, how far could they go? They could probably win a series or two depending on the matchups. But the problem with me for this team is if they have the if a really good coach plays this team five, seven games straight, is this team that's where you adjust, right? Because this team comes in, you haven't seen something like them before. You've been playing traditional basketball teams for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then this team that's playing five guards comes in, and it's really hard to adjust. They catch you off guard. They get you tired. They run you off the court, and that's kind of what the Houston Rockets have been doing during the stretch to most teams. So I'd be really interested to see teams having to play the Houston Rockets you know, in a seven-game series. Will the Houston Rockets be the ones running the team off the court, or will teams – adjust enough to where the Houston Rockets new system and style is way more efficient because it is a completely different way of playing basketball and a completely different style that no one's ever really attempted before and if they have it's been in short stretches and not for much success and this is for a long stretch and so far they're eight and two in their last 10 games and Russell Westbrook like I said has been playing the best basketball of his career um James Harden also went on Speaking of James Harden, by the way, he did go on uh, interview with Rachel Nichols and basically called out Giannis for not having skills. This is after Giannis called him out multiple times during All-Star Weekend about not passing the ball. And you probably want to know my thoughts on that. Whatever, dude. Like, James Harden has the right to answer back. I like that they have a feud. I disagree completely with James Harden. I kind of disagree with Giannis because, I mean, Harden does pass the ball sometimes. So in general, like, yeah, it's kind of dumb for both of them to say what they said about each other. But is it entertaining? Hell yeah. These are two team guys that don't like each other. Anytime it's like that, good. We have a rivalry. Fun. Give me more rivalries in sports. That's what sports are about. It's not about, you know, hugging and kissing after the game and going and being boys all the time you don't like someone talk shit and you know and that's what they're doing i kind of wish that these teams i I think the bucks will be in the nba finals kind of wish the the rockets were good enough to go to the finals now because i think it'd be really entertaining to watch those two go at each other for a series and says who's right but for any fucking james harden fan who's gonna come at me right now and say oh Giannis has never done anything in the playoffs well shut the fuck up because in general, what has James Harden done in the playoffs in his career? And then people are going to come at me with all these dumbass stats. He averaged 31 points. Yeah, but he also turned over the ball 10 times. Like, 
He's a volume shooter and a volume scorer. He's never he's only stepped back in the playoffs, never stepped forward in the playoffs. So relax on that. You have different arguments you can make between the Giannis versus James Harden, but don't use the playoffs as an example because that's a horrible example. And I hate when people use horrible examples or when people use stats blindly to make a point. So that's my take on that. And by the way, James Harden came off to me as really likable in the interview. I've never had a problem with James Harden, the human being, as much as I make fun of the way he plays basketball. I just don't find his way of playing basketball enjoyable. And for all the praise I just gave you about the uh, Houston Rockets' new style of playing basketball, by the way, I don't find it that entertaining. But is it effective? Sure, it's being effective right now. So I can I can simultaneously say I hate something, but it's still good, right? Like I know there are certain foods that are culinary masterpieces that I might not like the taste of. doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means I don't like the taste. And I just don't like the taste of the Houston Rockets way of playing basketball. And um, it's kind of funny I'm doing this while they're losing to the New York Knicks with two minutes left of the game. So that's kind of a win for me. But that's not the point. There's no win. I got to take a loss on this Houston Rockets thing because it's working out a lot better than I thought. Last thoughts, uh, Zion versus LeBron squared up last night and kind of interesting to me about LeBron James, right? Is LeBron James, they want him to always like, you know, praise the young guy. What's up, young king? You know, he's never really done that for Zion on social media before. And after the game, they hugged. He whispered something in his ear. They asked. I was like, oh, that's for me. I'm an ambassador of the game and all that. I wonder if LeBron James is mad that a, that Zion Williamson didn't sign of Clutch Sports, so he's not going to go call him on social media. I mean, LeBron's a businessman, and I don't fault him for that. I just think it's funny that the media just right away wants LeBron James to like go crown every young guy in the league. I love Zion. I think Zion is the best thing in the NBA this year. Not the best player, but the best thing for the NBA this year because we have a young, new, exciting star that seems really you know, powerful, seems very charismatic, and seems like he's the type of guy that's going to take over the league one day. So that's great. But I don't expect LeBron James to go out there and crown every single person that comes in the league, just like I didn't expect Jordan to do that. And Jordan and LeBron seem to, to have a weird relationship where it's almost like a non-relationship in that they don't, they may or may not like each other. So in general, that LeBron has to, you know, stroke Zion left and right for us to be happy doesn't make sense to me. I think that LeBron James is probably not going to stroke Zion because of a clutch sports factor. And that's what LeBron James is right as a businessman. I know he technically has nothing to do with clutch sports, but he does. All right, like, let's not pretend that Rich Paul and him don't talk about clutch sports and that he's not going to transition into clutch sports at all after his playing career is over. So I think there's a little bit to do with that. But anyway, last night's game between Zion and LeBron, fantastic basketball. Uh, I feel like we are starting to open up the LeBron for MVP talk. I still lean Giannis slightly, but... Man, actually, I don't know if I. This is like the. It's. I know people are going to say it's not that close right now, and I know the stats probably show it not being that close. But you got to give it to LeBron in a season where, you know, the Lakers and the Kobe Bryant situation, which is absolutely horrific, 
and he's helping lead the Lakers to the best record in the West. And I believe they're going to win the NBA championship when it's all said and done over the over the Bucks. So I think it's going to be funny to see the you know the team win a championship and then maybe probably against Giannis in the Bucks, and then Giannis takes home the MVP. I don't really like that in general. So we'll we'll see what happens there, and it's going to be exciting to see the MVP race come down here to the end of the season. So those are my thoughts on that. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. I'm going to be back Wednesday and Friday this week. Like I said, this week we're going to try to come on more often starting next week, three times a week, if possible, record as much, upload it and let you guys enjoy some fun podcasts. All right. Thank you for listening so much. As always, this episode is brought to you by sonsports.com. That's S O N T sports.com. You can follow me on Instagram at G-J-A-R-J-O-U-R. That's G-J-A-R-J-O-U-R. And on Twitter at G-J-A-R-J-O-U-R. So go check me out there. And thank you so much for listening. This has been Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio Redefined. Oh, thank you.